Dr. Kristen Oja here, entrepreneur and functional medicine expert. Welcome to Little By Podcast, where our goal is to empower you to achieve optimal health, one step and one episode at a time. Taking a functional medicine approach will cover a variety of health and wellness topics, from how to optimize performance to how to balance your hormones and everything in between. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so please be sure to consult your healthcare provider before incorporating any changes into your daily routine. Now grab your headphones and let's go for a walk as we take steps towards becoming your best self. Today's connection is all about estrogen dominance. And while you may think this talk is only for females, it actually affects males as well. Unfortunately, we're seeing more and more estrogen dominance in males because of our sedentary lifestyle and increased body fat. So inside of our fat cells, we have an enzyme called aromatase, and this enzyme converts testosterone into estrogen. So when we see increased body fat, we often see more estrogen and less testosterone. So for men, this may be increased in breast tissue, uh, maybe some increased abdominal weight gain, some mood swings, decreased libido trouble building lean muscle mass, fatigue, irritability. For women, the symptoms may be dense or fibrocystic breast, heavy and painful cycles with lots of clots, worsening PMS, menstrual migraines, weight gain, especially in the waist, hips, and thighs, ovarian cysts, decreased libido, and those are only a few of the symptoms. And outside of those symptoms we just mentioned, it's really important to address estrogen dominance, especially as we think about your risk factors for things like breast cancer, fibroids, and endometriosis. And this is really a big deal in the United States because according to the American Cancer Society, two out of three cases of breast cancer are hormone receptive receptor positive, with the majority being estrogen positive. It's also estimated that 70 to 80% of women will develop fibroids in their lifetime. That's a majority of women, and we see this a lot in practice. Sometimes they're small, and, and you may never even know you have them, and other times it can be really debilitating or lead to women getting hysterectomies or removing their uterus. Endometriosis is another thing we see a lot at Stat Wellness, which affects 1 in 10 women in their reproductive years. And not only does this estrogen dominance increase our risk of breast cancer, fibroids, and endometriosis, but it also increases our risk of blood clots and strokes. And we know that estrogen dominance, when you have uh, high levels of estrogen, you're at a higher risk of developing thyroid dysfunction. So all of our hormones are really connected in a negative feedback loop. And I always imagine a seesaw, um, really, when you're thinking about estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone. But when you think about you know female menstrual cycles, when estrogen becomes dominant, often progesterone on that seesaw is down low. And progesterone is your relaxing and calming hormone. So it helps you with sleep. It helps with... Um, uh, digestion, it helps with PMS, it helps with irritability, anxiety, heart palpitations. It also has a little bit of a diuretic effect, so it helps with bloating and water retention. So when these hormones get off, they can cause symptoms today, but it can also increase our risk of diseases down the road. So it's really important to make sure you're metabolizing estrogen safely and effectively. And there's a lot of things that play a role in how we metabolize estrogen. And one of them people don't often think about, but it's having daily bowel 
bowel movements. So our liver works really hard to detox and process our hormones and dumps it into our colon to be eliminated through our bowels. There's also an enzyme beta-glucridase that plays a big role with our estrogen metabolism. So having a healthy gut and daily bowel movements is really uh, key when we're talking about estrogen metabolism. Also making sure this really complex cycle called methylation is working well is important for estrogen dominance. There is a gene called the COMP gene or COMT gene, and that gene plays a role with how we metabolize epinephrine, norepinephrine, which are excitatory neurotransmitters, and estrogen. So if that really complex cycle is not working well, we may have excess estrogen. And that cycle is really stimulated by good quality B vitamins, SAMe, to name a few of them. It's also important to have a healthy body composition because of what I mentioned earlier. If our body fat gets too high, it's going to make more estrogen and store more estrogen, making it harder to lose that weight. So it becomes very frustrating in this domino effect when our body composition gets off. It's also important to make sure you're looking at the right test. Uh, We look at labs for estrogen through blood work and through urine. So through LabCorp, we look at an estradiol and an estrone, and it's important to look at both of them. There's really three main estrogens. There's estrone, estradiol, and estriol. And we really look at estradiol and estrone through LabCorp, and it really varies depending on where you are in your cycle. So if you're getting your estrogen levels looked at as a female, it's really important to make sure you know where in your cycle you were so that you can get an accurate report of where your level should be. So were you in the follicular phase or the luteal phase? If you're a male getting these levels drawn, I think it's really important to look at not only estradiol and estrone, but of course, as men, you guys follow more of a circadian rhythm. So it doesn't matter what day you check your hormones, um, but it's important to look at both the estradiol and the estrone. But when we're really evaluating estrogen dominance, we really like to do a more comprehensive test. And at Stat Wellness, we use the Dutch test because it further breaks down how are you metabolizing your estrogen. So through LabCorp, we can look at estradiol and estrone. But on something like the Dutch test, we can see how are you breaking down your estrogen into 2, 4, and 16 hydroxyestrone, which gives us a really good idea of risk factors down the road. So if you have a strong family history of breast cancer, infertility, miscarriages, um, endometriosis, fibroids, or you personally experience those symptoms, it's really important to take a deeper dive in your hormones and see how are you breaking down the estrogen. So maybe you want to try some things to kind of help metabolize estrogen today because you're like, oh my gosh, check, check, check. All of those symptoms were me. I just wanted to give you a few quick and dirty tips to help make sure you keep your estrogen levels in check. So number one is really choosing high quality meats and dairy. And one of the big reasons I focus on those is unfortunately in our food industry, we put a lot of hormones in our meats and our dairy products. And so really making sure you're purchasing organic or from local farmers and you know you're avoiding hormones and really antibiotics is really effective as we think about estrogen dominance. Make sure, again, that you're having daily bowel movements, whether that's increasing fiber in your diet, drinking more water, taking a probiotic, maybe using some magnesium at night, um, adding in some good cruciferous vegetables. Those are some of my favorite veggies to add in when you're trying to metabolize estrogen. And the reason is these veggies and, and cruciferous vegetables are things like broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, bok choy, kale. Those are rich in an antioxidant called DIM. 
that helps you metabolize your estrogen. So incorporating more of those foods is really important. Also, really important to add other detoxing foods like cilantro and parsley, dandelion greens or dandelion tea, if you don't mind that bitter taste, really helpful for estrogen metabolism. The third one is to make sure you're exercising regularly. Exercise is one of the best ways to maintain testosterone and prevent it from getting turned into estrogen in your fat cells. So keeping a healthy body composition. And when I say healthy body composition, I am not referring to being skinny, but we do like to look at the percent body fat. So we like body fat for females to be between 18 and 28%. And we like body fat for males to be between 10 and 20%. When you get really high up in body fat, maybe 45, 50%, you're going to be converting that testosterone into estrogen and you're going to be storing it in those fat cells as well. So we see a direct correlation when body fat gets to an unhealthy place, higher estrogen levels, which again is going to increase your risk of breast cancer, fibroids, endometriosis, blood clots, and strokes. It's also really important to be aware of what we're putting on our body. Just as important it is to think about what we're putting in our body, we really need to look at gradually cleaning up our beauty and cleaning products. I love the Environmental Working Group, the skin database. You can plug in the different mascaras you use or cleaning products, deodorants, and you can get a score and they'll tell you how um, much of a risk they are to be an endocrine disruptor or known to cause hormone shifts. And so uh, make sure to tune in to last week, we released a podcast with this organic girl on clean living. So in summary, those quick tips is choosing organic high quality meats and dairy to avoid hormones, making sure you're having daily bowel movements, exercising regularly, maintaining a healthy, not skinny body composition, eating more cruciferous veggies, and cleaning up our beauty and cleaning products. If you guys liked this episode, make sure to share it with a friend that needs to hear this. Leave us a review. It's one of the best ways to increase our exposure as we try to grow the Little by Podcast. So these connections, we like to keep them quick and dirty, but as always, send me your questions at hello, H-E-L-L-O, hello at drkristinoja.com. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember little by little, a little becomes a lot. Even the smallest changes over time can lead to total mind and body transformation. I'd love for you to stay connected with at Dr. Kristen Oja and at Stat Wellness on Instagram. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out. I'd love to hear from you.